Hello everybody and welcome back to Stripes, the Bianconeri podcast. The podcast for Juventus fans all over the world by Juventus fans all over the world. This is Matteo talking and uh, we are excited to be back and the Serie A officially started two days ago. Okay, Fiorentina beat Torino 1-0 and then a tie by Verona and Roma 0-0. Me, me can be like probably... Verona is going to win 3-0 because uh, Roma had a, uh, there was a mistake on the list presented by Roma, but that's, we don't care about that. Juventus played officially yesterday, first game. A great win, 3-0 against Sampdoria. And uh, in my humble opinion, is too good to be true, honestly. Everything worked up really, really, really well. Okay, There was a lot of enthusiasm on the field. There was a lot of enthusiasm between the players. There were a lot of chances to score. A nice, really nice pace game with uh, a lot of passes, uh, a lot of chance to score. Ronaldo missed at least three, and there was a lot of green to show on the field. And uh, yeah, really. And yes, it was Sandoria, but Sandoria is still a Serie A team with an expert coach on their bench, and the team that didn't change that much from last year. So it's a solid team to me. And the thing that Juventus show more will to win the game than Sandoria. It's really, it's a really <clears throat> great way to start the season. That said, let me introduce you, my friend Tiago from Brazil. And uh, hey, Tiago, three points uh, already for us. And uh, let me le- uh, tell me what you think about the game. Yeah, it's so good to to talk about Juventus once again because uh, not. Only this lad here, it's happy to be back. But also the guys were were so happy to be back on the pitch, especially at home. Even if we were like a, hundred, a thousand uh, fans cheering up the club, but we, we heard some chants and, and there were so much action and um, everything started so fast because there, that, there was that Swedish guy that scored a wonderful goal after like six touches 12 minutes so it was amazing ronaldo had a, at least 10 opportunities which was like a huge amount of of possibilities to strike and we saw so many good things on the pitch once again i think it's kind of difficult even to list a player that didn't play like six and a half as a voting but it was such a great match to see, especially the newcomers. It was a sensational. Honestly, even if we were like the the shortest of the of the summer vacation, but it's so good to see that Juventus should back on the pitch, winning three points, and not a single goal conceded. So it was it was a, a wonderful evening. Yes, so okay. let me start with this, because we, last time we uh, recorded, we, we started the, the episode of Welcoming Zeko, okay, as a new Juventus Strikers, and of course, the deal fell apart, because they... He lost the train, yeah, exactly. the train, I guess so, and uh, yeah, because uh, Roma and Napoli couldn't find a deal for Milik, for Milik to go to Roma, so Zeko wasn't free. To come to join Juventus, I think there is some drama over there, both in Rome and in Napoli right now. And uh, so Juventus actually, uh, I guess one hour ago, Morata just landed in Turin. So we got him from Atletico Madrid. So Morata is back. He's working like a, in a, on a, on a loan, 
to know that they're going to cost us 9 to 10 million euro. That loan can be the new next uh, season, okay? And if you want to buy the player, uh, it is going to cost us around 45 million, okay? I think it's a great move by Juventus. Of course, I always love Morata. I think Morata didn't play his best soccer after he left Juventus. Actually, he played a really solid year with Real Madrid when he was back in Madrid, but then when he joined Chelsea and then moved to Atletico Madrid, <laughs> I don't think he's sure what he can do, okay? So, it's, uh, I think, a good chance for him to show what he can really do and he really wanted to come back to Juventus and Juventus final waiting for him. So, that could be exciting. That could be really exciting. So, Morata is the nine that Pirlo was waiting. Actually, it's fun because uh, they were playing together and uh, I guess there was a call between Pirlo and Morata happened like a couple of weeks ago. Okay, and uh, yeah, before talking about the game, I, I want to ask you what you think about Morata because this is the last new, the, the breaking news actually. Yeah, it, it's such a weird thing that if you consider the fact that the the Pirlo's oldest son got some pictures with Morata like weeks ago, so it was like, okay, there is something happening here. And, you know, it's cheaper Morata than Jekyll year by year in, in compare. Yeah. So it was it was a, a good thing, you know. And uh, the guy loves Juventus. Uh, the family would love to, to return to Italy, so this is happening. And, uh, you know, mm, I would love Jekyll. But uh, honestly, his biggest chance to 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 be at the club was ten years ago, or oh, eleven years ago, when Krasic Jeko thing was about. We should sign one, or we sh- we we can sign one or or another, and that didn't happen. So, oh, poor guy, you know. He, honestly, of course, that he would love to to be there, but it didn't happen. So he doesn't have yep. to to complain doesn't need to complain and the fans the fans need to accept the fact that Morata is, is, is there we have to think forward and um, keep the head ahead and more, let's hope that the guy scores like at least more goals than the than the best in the past because it was like 93 matches and and 28 goals yeah Morata is not was, the best striker they're gonna score 25 goals per season okay it's not exactly. that goal poacher. It's exactly. not that goal poacher. Definitely. But, but we, you can say it's that, a, is that, is yeah, that guy. He's a striker that can do everything on the pitch, okay? And actually, probably is a good fit for Pierlo style of play because he's going to ask a lot on up top, especially when we need to pressure the other team. And it can be a really good complement with uh, uh, Ronaldo because he can move a lot, okay? Then he's a really fast striker. He can go really deep. He can stretch a team. So I love the signing. Yeah, I love Zego. Honestly, don't get me wrong. I love Zego. I think he's an exceptional player and he could get so much more than what actually he, uh, uh, he achieved during his career. But I'm excited for Morata to come, even because financially it looks like it's a, it's a good move from, me, from Juventus. And um, that's it. Uh, honestly, look, let's talk a little bit about the game. And before I talk about the game, <laughs> yesterday, so I uh, live in LA, of course, you live in Brazil, so you know, like uh, uh, when you wake up in the morning, you catch up with the news from Italy, like I do, I guess. 
And uh, I woke up and I found like 2,000 notifications on my Telegram and WhatsApp chat about because Pellegrini it's about to move. Okay, so they decided to start Pellegrini and uh, it looks like it's more like a, a, an attitude issue more than like a technical issue. So um, I don't know a lot about that. But Pellegrini is an exciting player. Of course, he's super young. He had a nice year with Cagliari. But let's be real. He's not the next Cabrini. He's not the next Maldini. So it's not like the fall is going gonna, is gonna to fall because we are selling Pellegrini. I think the Juventus fan base need to chill out a little bit because we cannot lose our head. Our head. I, I, because the team is ready to move Pellegrini. And actually, I hope that if they're going to move this year, I think they, I hope they're going to sell him. I don't think there is any reason to, to loan him for, for, for free because uh, um, I don't, it, it's pretty clear that they, they don't count on, on, the, on the guy. So that's my take on that. So after that, and I really hope that Juventus fan base is going to try to get the head together, okay, because... Uh, <laughs> It's annoying every time that happens that it's going to be everything is black or white, black or white, black or white. And there is, a, it's not always a, a, it, on the streams, the things that happen. So, okay. If you consider the fact that the head of, of Paratici is always on the line and also the problem, the financial situation, that's it's not an no, easy exactly. task. So, come on, cheer for the club, wait for the, for the transfer market to to end and, and people are talking more about the transfer market than about what happened yeah. yesterday so it's kind of complicated and before the match there was like that chat oh my god Pellegrini was, wasn't was even called for the match mm-hmm. and then we have to we will play the Shido once and again the Shido and the Shido played good when he came to the pitch he would play really good that yeah, yeah he almost scored if, if he's he had scored that with that with a right foot strike that would be like a, a yeah. rocket then his price would be like 50 million euros today. <laughs> right so yes but look and so Pellegrini was not called out for the game so fall sky was falling and then one hour before the game and uh, you look at the star 11 and Pirlo decided to start the Farabotta there's a, a young player is 21 years old played last year with the under 23 team I think he played 20 games 14 as a starter he had one goal one or two goal okay and uh, he, he played against the Roma in the last game of the season actually played fairly well in my opinion and uh, yeah. uh, okay Pirlo is not happy with Paratic Pirlo is not happy with Juventus that's a sign that Pirlo do, already is calling for uh, I want to leave something like that you know and then, and then for both is like I think it's like a decent game let me tell you I, I'm of I'm course uh, such a good presentation yeah. and, but look, and I want to if I'm really able to talk for both right now I would tell him right look you're a young player okay I mean like you debut in the in the Juventus starting 11 the first game of the season you have nothing to lose go go big so don't be shy do and actually I think yeah, the second half was better than the first because you look less shy to do things it's, it was like going a lot and he was trying to attack he was defending and then when he was done he was done because last I think he, he, did, he didn't have anything left in the tongue when the Shilio came and came so and after the game oh yeah Frobota was really good so everybody forgot about Pellegrini so that that's the point that I want to try I'm trying to have it over here then speaking about the game look it's too easy speaking about the game right now 
we won 3-0, we had at least 10 chances to score. At least 10 chances to score, okay? Everybody had... Only Ronaldo had 10. Yeah, right. I know. And uh, I hope it's like a good sign for the season because I guess that if, Roma- if Ronaldo has seven, eight chances to score every game, he's going to have two, at least two or three games, three goals per, per, goal per, per game. Come on. You know that. Yeah. And uh, um, so everybody was really good. And, and let me tell you something else. When you read everybody before the game, we're playing 3-5-2 three, three, and Betancourt and Arthur are going to be in the middle and Samish is not going to play McKenny. Who is McKenny? And then you read the starting level, you have a, basically a 4-4-2 four, four, because well, in our defensive side, we were defending a four, in a line of four, okay? No, actually, the Juventus announced the, the starting eleven as a 5-4-1, which was like, what? What the heck? And uh, but was so offensive, and the guys are completely, uh, the fact that the fan base much more yeah. the numbers that the role that on the pitch that is it's a thing that had changed. Even Allegri said that years and years ago. So, uh, but it was it was such a good thing, especially if you consider the players that you you didn't knew that could play such a solid match, like Danilo, for example. And uh, and Kellini, every single ball would hit Kellini, even <laughs> if the match was like until next week, because the guy was a wall, and uh, and it's so good to have your captain so fit and playing nicely like that. Yeah, and uh, you said Danilo had a, 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 a really good game. Hey, but Danilo is not that bad. Danilo is a, a, a playing in Europe for Porto and Real Madrid and then Manchester City and then Juventus, and you don't play in for good or great European team if you don't have any talent it's good you can play but since it's Danilo and we sold it for, for Cancelo okay the guy has to suck because on the social media everybody tells that he sucks but it's not true Danilo is a solid player look and honestly you see that the, the first shot of the season was he shot there almost was a goal and it was an unbelievable shot from the from like 20 meters like 4 or 5 meters outside of the, goal, of the goal area so and then we, have, we see McKenny. everybody's impressed by McKenny. oh my god yeah McKenny is really good look McKenny is a 22 year old that already have like 20 25 caps for the uh, yeah, American national team he has at least two complete season with Schalke 04 as a starter so he's, an, he's, a, he's not a newbie he can play the game Okay, uh, yeah. go ahead, go ahead. No, and people must have patience with him because you can't be so over surprised with, with his with, with his skills yesterday because the guy was also made a, a preseason with Schalke weeks before. So he's, he's, he's in better condition than the other lads. So be patient, let the guy yeah. do... In a, on his mood, on his time, and it's enjoy because he played such a oh nice match God. and match by match doesn't doesn't have to to raise him like the best midfielder of the world yet. But uh, uh, I think the, the the fan base is like overexcited about some some things. And if, for example, this lad here, honestly, I think that maybe Ramsey was the the man of the Ten match goal. because he played so I nicely agree. and. Uh, was such a nice presentation and, and lovely movement, recovering passes, through passes, long passes, and such a skilled player yesterday. Of course, Sabdora wasn't in a better condition, but 
but we, it was it was such a key a key player yeah, yesterday. And going back again. to McKenney, I already see yesterday was missing nobody. Okay, it was just the Texans, the Texas uh, Juventus player. And today is already compared to Davids after one game. So on, uh, it's unbelievable. <laughs> Speaking about Ramsey, Ramsey, I think he was really unbelievable. He's, I think he gave Ronaldo three or four assists. Okay. And uh, it was unbelievable for 90 minutes. It's the second time well, since he started Juventus uh, because uh, that he played the all 90 minutes. Because the only time last year he played 90 minutes was against uh, Inter. Okay, in the in the in the last in the last match before the stop for COVID. Okay, and dude, uh, if this is Ramsey, okay, and this is the Ramsey we're gonna see. <laughs> I have no idea how, how he cannot be on the pitch. Honestly, I have no idea. Yeah. Let me tell you something else interesting that uh, not a lot of people, are, at least I've ever read a lot about this. Pirlo, in the, uh, in, the, in the interview after the game, was talking about our midfield, okay? And he said that uh, our four midfielders, so he counted as four, so he's counted like Arthur, that I think is out of shape right now, Betancourt, McKenny, and Rabio are the, uh, play their best soccer when they play in a two line midfield, not in a three. So everybody for the last two months we say we're gonna play a four three three or three five two with three midfield in the middle of the, in the middle of the field. First game of the season I <laughs> pillow said the opposite. So that's was pretty funny. So it looks like we're already full over there already because we have four midfield uh, in the four midfield the, the I think the, the, the older one is Rabiot is like twenty five. Okay. And then Ramsey is gonna be yeah. Uh, uh, probably uh, like a fake winger, uh, fake nine. Uh, he's gonna play like a, a hybrid role that really fit like is is a creative yeah, midfielder. Exactly, like uh, exactly like when, when we're gonna defend, he's gonna be like the fourth, the fourth man on the left. Uh, but then when we get, when uh, when we attack, is uh, free to actually. Make, make make the runs in, in, into into the area. So and then. Uh, and consider the fact, for example, that midfielder yesterday, Rabio played nicely deep behind uh, behind McKinney. That was the box-to-box player that, that played right, right in the middle, and Ramsey playing up front. So the guy is like, it was such a nice combination of players that never played together. Nah, never played and, together. Uh, in, in, and it... One came from Premier League, one came from Bundesliga, and another one came from from Ligue 1. So it you it was such a good rhythm and pace match because honestly I didn't expect it to see Rabiot playing back there, but it was such a good performance by every single player that you consider the fact that maybe mm, we can see like Betancourt getting a bench exactly. for some more time. And we received dozens of criticism yesterday, the, the last season, and the guy is, is the youngest of those in the midfield. So it, it's it, uh, we have so many good things hey, to talk wait, about the match. And yesterday. let me ask you about the best thing for last. Honestly, you want to we want to see something about Kluzewski? Kluzevism? Uh, uh, is already there. I'm already there. Honestly, I'm already there. And think about that. 13 months, 13, 14 months ago, Kulusevski was a player of like a, the Primavera for Atalanta. Okay. Forward 40, 40, 40, 40 months after, okay, 40, 
and he's a player for Juventus. So think how much he can still grow. Think that yesterday he played in a role that is not really his role because he's not a nine, he's not a striker, okay? He can play probably every other role but the striker. And think about the goal that he has yesterday, that they had yesterday, how natural he took the left, that turn right and go like a, close to the to the, to the uh, right post of Aldero. I don't know. I don't know what the kid cannot do. Yeah, and and even if it, it wasn't like the best performance, but that goal was like uh, like a uh, 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 skyrocketing because fans were like, okay, let's see how things are happening. Oh my God, this guy is such a god, and uh, and it's it's so good to see fans like hyped for our players, but but. Um, Man, things are insane here because the fan base is is really is really excited about this guy. Even if it's like an odd number, but uh, uh, it's so good to see younger players like being the starting eleven and uh, and and he he seems to be that guy that is so focused on on the improvement, improve improve every single yeah. day that it it's it's an example. Yeah. It's an example. Yeah. Of things that can happen before. And before wrap up everything, uh, I want to say something because uh, everybody, of course, was saying, "Oh my God, it was time we see this kind of soccer." It's time for Pirlo to take Sarino. Hey guys, uh, in one month, in, nothing changed in three weeks. I think more this was more than a, a change of attitude from the players. That it was pretty obvious that, that uh, the the uh, the roster and Sarri last year didn't click. Okay. Uh, it's not like the player were playing against Sarri, but they were not buying into his uh, credo, in his beliefs. Okay, so and of course Sarri will never be one of my favorite coach ever. Okay, and uh, but I think people need to be fair with him, and because he's an old man that came back, came from nowhere. Okay, and he, he went to, from to the top of Europe almost. Okay, so and and then he won the Scudetto for Juventus. So. It was nothing so bad earlier and, and uh, too good right now. We are still in the middle, so please be calm right now and uh, be excited because I think uh, we can have a lot of fun this year. And uh, speaking about like two minutes about the transfer market, uh, so Moratti is a new striker. There was a news today that Wolverhampton make an offer for Douglas Costa around 35 million euros. And if that was to, I have no idea why you went as, as, as accepted that, that offer yet, because I'm going to take a day off. I'm going to take uh, Douglas Costa to England, right? And uh, yeah. And, and uh, I don't know if you want to add anything, but you know, my, my dream is always there. So Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I would like to add a thing about this because. As a Brazilian, Douglas Costa, I of course we we criticize like the physicism that the guy had, even if you recognize his skills. But yesterday he seemed like out of this planet. Yep. I mean, he lose a ball and he was like, "Eh, I don't care." He didn't say that, but for me, it looked like he was his body was language a, wasn't interesting of what. Yeah, it wasn't interesting of what happened because I think that he left the pitch even with a, a, a little bit of sweat because uh, it was it was delusional. I think it's the best My word agree. to use because come on. Uh, I'm, I'm worried. I'm not that that guy that loves to see Brazilians at Juve, but. 
I, that worries me a lot. But maybe that that's a sign that he's he's already leaving the club. Maybe let's see what happens. And we'll be excited to hear to be back here and talk about yeah. this as well. Hey guys, okay. Thanks guys for listening uh, and uh, we may have some surprise coming up so be tuned, stay tuned and uh, listen to the podcast and if I have any feedback please let us know and as we will be back probably this week before the game so probably on Friday or Thursday we'll see what's going to happen and uh, yeah, Morata gets Jacob. <laughs> we'll see, we'll see. That, ball, that would mean just something and I, I don't want to say that oh, okay And uh, as always, great talking with you, Thiago, and fino alla fine. Forse io bene.